Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Hey, what's going on? Uh, how was your week, bro? Yo, okay, so I went to, I was telling you last week, mm-hmm. I was going to go to Texas to take a little vacation, go to a ranch. Okay. Uh, rode a horse. Shit. Yeah. Fucking sick. Uh, also had the plan that me and my boo were going to have our first three-way together. Fuck. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like aghast. Did it happen? No. And ask me why. Why? Because when we talked about it, I had too many rules. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is, is like, you know, we're monogamous. And so I guess it would have made us monogamous-ish, monogamy-ee. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, bringing a third in would have been in service of me and my primary partner, right? Mm-hmm. So after talking about all the possibilities and all the things I wanted to have happen or not happen, it just sounded like it wasn't the right time. Okay. Were you disappointed? No, no, not at all. I mean, I'm really sexually happy. Um, can I, can I, can I know? Can I ask? Ask what? Oh, what the rules were? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So basically, you know, I always talk to people that like, be very compassionate every time you have sex with someone, you're impacting them, take that into account. But in a three way, I wanted whoever came in to be like, a human sex toy. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be like, what's your name? How's your night going? Blah, blah. It was like, come in, you're going to be there in service of my relationship feeling better. I don't want to have a lot of conversation with you. I don't need to know like where you're from or what's going on. But, um, I think, I think it was a place of like, I'm feeling really good. This is adding the possibility of complexity. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want there to be a lot of kissing. Okay. Um, I thought sex was going to be fine and that was going to be cool, but I didn't want any like post sex hanging around. And a lot of that was kind of starting to bring some stuff up. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if we're in a place where we're really best able to tolerate what could come up during this, mm. you know, cause there's a lot to talk about and there's a lot yeah. to have to deal with on the back end. And if you're not in a place where you're going to go through all of that, that's why I don't like threesomes because I'm fucking jealous as fuck. Wait, can we can we introduce our guest yes. real quick? Yes. <laughs> we have Chanel Wesco. Hey you, what's going on? I'm good. How are you? Good. So I can you like elaborate? Do you like threesomes? Because I, I hate threesomes. I, I'm just not that girl. Everyone thinks I have crazy orgies constantly, but it's just like <laughs> I'm like so he calls me vanilla because I'm true. like I'm not just missionary. Maybe I'll get on top <laughs> yeah. once in a while if I feel like it. Um you know, I'd say I'm not really like into them anymore <laughs> just because I'm a little bit like you, you know, but I think in the past, it's just like you can't do it unless you're like a really confident person. And 
if you're really confident that you know you're better than the other person they're not feeling the other better person you know person, like that you know yeah. what i'm saying like if you not a threat. like how you said how they're just like there for the situation for like sure. you're kind of like a toy for the night like yeah. you have to like 100% have confidence in that and know that in the other person because if you think that that you know your significant other might have feelings for the other person you you cannot do that you know well that and also just like assessing the quality of your relationship in that moment like are we in a place where if something does come up or goes wrong or I say something that you've never heard me say to you and you're thinking oh but I say this to someone else right. are we in a place where we can just resolve and move through that and sometimes you're like no not a good time yeah did you ever have that happen though it was always smooth for you I, uh, you know I, I always pretty smooth <laughs> always Damn. pretty smooth I don't know I, I mean uh, yeah I, I guess so you never got jealous or anything I think like I think now I would just because later it turned out to not work out you know like mm -hmm. that person who I was very comfortable with at the time ended up cheating on me which is very ironic because it's like I'm very open you know we're already having a good time together why would you have to go and do something without me um, so then cheat girl they all cheat oh, yeah. dirty dirty up. fucking hold dogs so then, well, so then after that <laughs> you know that kind of changed my opinion on I'm like oh maybe because I was so open that made him think that he could just do whatever girl, he wants girl if you're not open if you're too open if you wait to have sex if you have sex on the first if night, you put your phone week, upside down on the table <laughs> I mean it's like you can't fucking win yeah. really you just gotta yeah. do whatever you wanna do and that's a bummer because like a lot of times people you know sometimes people cheating is just that they're shady but other times it's that they're not confident sitting their partner down mm -hmm. saying like, I want to try something new. I want to switch things up. But it sounds like you were willing to talk and to try things. And so I, I feel bad that you were still cheated on. No, exactly. Like, like I'm an open person and it's like, dang, you kind of just made me like less open. You made me like feel like I can't, you know, experience things anymore because now I feel like it's led, led you to doing other bad things I didn't want you to do. So was it, it uh, can I ask if, was it with another girl or another guy? Wh wait, what? Like your threesome. Was oh yeah, no, no. I wouldn't like do another. I wouldn't guy. do a threesome with another guy. That's just like that's just. I don't know. That's weird why? to me. I yeah, I answer that. Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's Amber's dream. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, my dream is gangbang, getting gangbang for sure. So, tell us why. You know, so wait, I you date a lot you date to handle. you date men. Yeah, no, okay. I date men. I don't. I don't date girls. Like I'm not. You know, like I'm not bisexual or anything. I just okay. you know, like I I think it's fun to experiment. Like have fun. But why not a dude? Um, I don't know. I'm just not into that. Like, I've, it's always been more of a thing of like, I think having fun with like, you know, your partner, like spicing things up with them, you know, that's what I think it's more hmm. about for me huh. to be, well, to, well, to be straight and not really like girls, but then bring a girl in. I would assume that you would like another guy. No, it's weird. I, I don't know. It's weird. I can't no, explain. nothing is it's weird not, on this show. Trust me. I mean, we it's like, I, it I think fluid. girls are sexy. You know what right. I'm saying? It's like, I can be like, oh, like that girl's hot. Like, I you, I don't know. But it's like, I wouldn't date a girl. Like, I Let like Let me ask guys. you a question. To see the guy you're with with another dude, would that be a problem? Let's say he was like, I want to bring a dude in. I've always wanted to do it. Turns me on. I think that that's weird to me. I think it just makes him um, less masculine. And I really like masculine guys, you know? Ouch. Really? It's her perspective, yeah, man. Yeah, taking the masculinity away. All right, yeah. you're allowed to have that. You're allowed to have that. <laughs> to each his own, man. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's... Can we get into a story? I feel like you studied more because I was with Sebastian, so... Because I sit in here studying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, which... Okay, what is this one? Because I... 
Well, okay, so oh, okay, go ahead. We were talking earlier. You, I think you, you in the room. I, my head's not with me today. I'm sorry. I'm still back on the ranch. This threesome going. <laughs> um, so a, a rugby player who identified as heterosexual had mm-hmm. a girlfriend. Uh, got into what was it? A car accident. Uh, he had a stroke. And after the stroke, he woke up and was attracted to men and started identifying as gay and claimed that prior to the stroke had never had an interest in being with men. I can see that. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I know that they say that gay people are born that way. Some people, some gay people. Yeah. Is that wrong? Well, uh, no, it's just, you know, sexuality and human behavior is such a vast, complex, diverse thing that there's never one reason for anything. Mm. And so some people are born that way, and I truly believe some people choose that. And then there's some people that are a a little maybe more fluid, and they kind of move back and forth. But don't they say with, like, transgender people that a lot of it is, like, um, chromosomes and genetics and stuff? It's in your brain. Sometimes for some and for other people, it's more of the idea that gender is a made-up thing where we say if your anatomy looks like this, we're going to put you in these certain cut clothing and certain colors. And some people realize I don't feel comfortable in what's being forced on me because the anatomy I have. Some people actually don't feel comfortable with either gender. Mm -hmm. Um, So for some people, it's just that they don't want the gender expectations. Other people, it might be... get. So a stroke has to do with your brain, For right? Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's so a, it's a stopping of blood flow and to oxygen. the brain. Yeah. So it's not okay. So is that basically proving that it's your brain that makes question. you? Yeah. feel that way sexually well the yeah. theories are bouncing back and forth like he went to see a neurologist this article saying and basically the neurologist is like I couldn't I can't tell you for sure well because there's so much I mean things totally. going on in your brain <clears throat> yeah you can't look yeah. at a brain scan point to one thing lit up like you're like, gay now there it is yeah for sure <laughs> so it's, the question is kind of like was he maybe possibly gay prior but not confident in expressing that and owning that and the stroke lowered his inhibitions maybe was it that he was sexually fluid and into guys and girls and this gave him more confidence and now he's able to I I don't know what did the brain stroke activate some arousal area that had who knows it's just so interesting because if it is the brain that makes you have or pick a sexual orientation maybe to, to study that right and see maybe what's different with his brain now than before sure you know, and then they'll find the little piece that's like the little gay Look at piece. Amber. Amber just sobbed. <laughs> Amber, Amber just pushed piece, neuroscience right? ahead an entire decade in this room. Can you put that on the counter? I mean, that's that's <clears throat> that's that's the smart way. That's a smart way to get into it. I think. Um, but the beautiful thing we also know about sexuality is that it. You know, our brains are so plastic; they're always changing. Right, so the person you are now is not the person you'll be later, and mm-hmm. sexuality is also very plastic and always changing. And we're always folding new things in as we grow. We we find out we're attracted to things we didn't realize we were before because a new partner introduced something. And sexual orientation can often be that way too. I agree with that because there's things that like I'm attracted to now that I would have never been attracted to, like you know when I was young or like my teenage, even in my twenties. Yeah, you now that I'm, you know. Now it takes a gangbang. An old hit. Yeah, fucking gangbang. <laughs> like back in the day, it was far easier But that's the that. thing. It's the thing. So like, so like, ideally, my fantasy would be like a gangbang with like all my like favorite like hot guys, right? <laughs> but I would probably never do it. And that's why he calls me vanilla. He's like, just fucking do it. Like you could do it. Yeah. I could do it if I want to do it. 
But that would mean but Slash, would nev- Mr. Wonderful. I mean, to get all oh. those guys interested in having sex at the same time. Because her, her, her like top 10 guys on a bang list is quite diverse. Very diverse. <laughs> very, very diverse. But yeah, I, I probably would never bring myself to do it. Maybe yeah. in my 40s, 50s. When I'm a true Goals. <laughs> okay, Goals. Uh, we have uh, Madeline on the phone. Hi, hi Madeline. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. I love you guys. Hey. But, what's going um, on? My friend showed me your podcast, so she really wants to say hi. Oh, hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. Hey, what's going on? Hey, girl. What's, what's your question, Madeline? How can we help you? Okay, so I've been kind of having a problem with my roommate. Um, I'm like a full-time college student, and I work a lot. So when I get home, I kind of just want to relax. But I constantly hear my roommate's, um, like, bed shaking. And at first, I thought it was my upstairs neighbors. <laughs> but um, I found out that it's my roommate who yeah, uh, masturbates, like, a lot. Like, sometimes it's, like, four times a day. Um, is this perfect? Like, is your roommate by themselves with or with like, someone? If you want to masturbate, like, you do you, but I don't want to hear it all the time. And, Madeline? like, sometimes I hear her, like... Madeline. Can you hear us, Madeline? No. <laughs> oh. Can you hear us now? I'm talking <laughs> okay, to you, Madeline. Yeah. Hello? Okay. Can yeah. you not hear me? Yeah, we Yo, can hear oh, you. We can hear you, but we're talking, and you're talk- you You keep talking. Oh, so my God, I'm sure. so sorry. No, don't be sorry. It's okay. Um, so we're, we're asking, is she masturbating, or is she in there with someone else? No, I know that she's not in there with anyone else. Well, then, Good for you know, her. Pops to her. She's got a lot of downtime. Damn. What's <laughs> no, the problem? No, like for sure. What's the problem? Just, like... I mean, sometimes it's like I'm trying to sleep, and I constantly just hear, like, her bed move, like, just pounding against the wall. Damn. Or, like, pounding. you got to hook her up, <laughs> Get some of that sticky tape, stick it to the wall that's behind the bed. Chanel West no, Coast, by the way. <laughs> She's got all the answers. You've got the fix and no, answers. That's, that's a big problem. You can't have a bed like that. Yeah. Gotta hook but like, she got I, that IKEA joint. She got that's it. wait. That's a really hardcore <laughs> masturbating. If your bed is slamming, she into probably the wall. Is, is is fucking a dildo or something. like has it like you know what I mean. It's probably a situation because if you're just regularly no, masturbating, it's not going to be OD like, like, it's like I mean, like you can masturbate and not let anyone hear you. Like For sure. you do that. Like I'm I'm good with that. But I don't want to hear right before you. We like, started the podcast. I did that in the bathroom before. We <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Look, there's such a thing as just general roommate etiquette. I mean, if my roommate, I don't have a roommate. Right. If I was you and I had a roommate and they were blasting music at an uncomfortable level or, <clears throat> I don't know, jumping up and down on a trampoline or whatever, you know, masturbating, you just got to, you know, knock on Put the door and be like, hey, turn balls it down in bit. your ears and stop hating, girl. <laughs> no. her shit off. <laughs> I'm not oh, hating. Which, by the way, Madeline we're, and everyone else, like, it's masturbation we're friends, so. so, like, it's all good, but, you know, sometimes I'm just like, can you stop? <laughs> yeah. Do you do you tell her that? Or do you ask her? Okay, or do, so, you feel this, was like, this was, like, one time. It was really, really bothering me because I was trying to study for an exam, so I was, like, I texted her, and I was, like, do you hear that, like, pounding noise? Like, what is that? And then, like, it immediately stopped, and she, like, responds, and she's like, oh, no, I don't hear anything. <laughs> and then, like, five minutes later, like, wow. again. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to hit it head on with her, you know? 
I just don't know. Just be like, like, girl, I don't know if you're in there dancing on your bed or something because you don't want to <laughs> embarrass her. Just be like, exactly. I don't know if you're in there dancing, doing some type of routine or something, but like, it's really keeping me up at night. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks. Well, good luck. <laughs> Thank good you. Luck, baby. Okay. You're welcome. Yo, living with people is hard, but that's a, that's loud. I've never heard that's that. so loud. I've never for, had that. Like, I thought she was going to say she always has her boyfriend over. That could be like, okay, but masturbating that loud? Or the bed is banging against the wall like that. That's insane. I, I was so curious. I'm like, what could she be doing? <laughs> she definitely has to be like riding a dildo or something. Yeah, but still. Or, or it's really just that Ikea specialist. Right. <laughs> you know what? It's so true. Girlfriend needs a new or, or she needs to move her bed away, away from, from the, the wall. wall. You would think she would have learned after that one heads up. But. I mean... I've been doing it for years. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. shit, my mom, my mom is visiting. Let me just move my bed away from the wall a little bit. <laughs> it's out of respect, man. Yeah, yeah, etiquette, you know, etiquette. You gotta, you know. Um, are you pro masturbation? Um, yeah. I mean, if you got the time for it, why not? Wait, what do you mean if you got the time for it? I mean, you know, some people are just busy. That um, busy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Is that you ever feel like you just don't have enough time in your schedule? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I masturbate all the time. That's yeah. why I'm always glowing. <laughs> 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 Shit. I'm, then I need I need to probably do it more. Then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's that and Kapari. Kapari. Shout out to Kapari, man. <laughs> I mean, old school, old school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know joke. though. I wouldn't know though. I never got it. Oh so. Jesus I'll, Christ! Uh, Don't say that because then we won't get any more money. Peace. <laughs> um. um. So wait, let's talk about something else. We got some other stuff here. Yeah. So James Dean, this dude is one of the top male porn stars. That's so interesting. I'm gonna look him up on Porn MD. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Um. Because I love porn. I watch porn all the time, but yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him. Well, you said he looks a little bit like me. He does. So, <laughs> but I mean, maybe I've seen him, but I've only seen his dick. Because you really don't see like their faces sure. like that. Because no one looks... Uh, I'm into faces. Yeah. There's this guy, uh, this porn star I really like, Michael Stefano. Mm-mm. He's hot. He's like older, Italian. Mm. He's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Continue. Well, <laughs> this guy got into a little trouble. <laughs> he's got a visual. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait till you see him, though. Wait, let me see. He's known for a few things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just his face. He looks looks more like he'd be like a a, a EDM DJ. (laughs) Or like a lumberjack. You know what? You're kind of right. Yeah, he does. Like he looks why, like he'd be one of those do, faces on the billboards that you're like, DJ who like is that, that? Yeah. and why is he at Win in Vegas right, this weekend? Exactly. <laughs> so true. At Sunset Boulevard for, for real. real. Uh, but basically, he was just talking with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla, talking about how he, he thinks that porn um, isn't really meant for kids, and that kids are getting access to it way too early. I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Chanel? Yeah, I mean. I think I don't know. I think it's I think it's good sometimes to be exposed to like my mom, for example, like she let me watch, you know, like I feel like people were like, whoa, like I would say to my mom, like our movie. Yeah, like bad movies and stuff. Like I remember like there was Playboy magazines in the Mm. house when I was a kid. And like I feel like by being exposed to things at a young age, like I was like more mature and like smarter than a lot of my friends. And it was me that you know I wasn't doing as much crazy shit as my friends who like their parents didn't let them know anything you know so it's like mm-hmm. sometimes I think it's better to like you know let but full on porn be though <laughs> um I don't know that's different 
That's different, I guess. I mean, if you see like, you know, some boobs and like an R-rated movie or something when you're a kid, you're like, fuck, those are boobs. Like, but full on penetration, hardcore porn. Like, I feel like I remember being like 13 years old and developed and like the guys would be like, damn, oh my God. And my mom would be like, she's fucking 13 years old. (laughs) And she would just like scream because we lived in Philly. So you like walk everywhere and take the subway and shit. And, like, I remember going home and feeling nasty and disgusting after that, you know, because I was still a kid mm. at that point. So I can't imagine, like, running into porn at such a young age. It oh, God, like- it was it was really shocking. I was probably about that age. I had an older brother, and I remember the first time I saw it. I can't remember, like, exactly when, but I remember around the time. It was overwhelming. I Mm -hmm. couldn't really make sense of what I was seeing and I wasn't really sure how I was ever going to do that myself. It seemed like beyond me. It was kind of like, damn, how do I do all that? Um, But nonetheless, kids are coming in contact with it as soon as they want because of the internet. And so I always tell parents, how young should you start talking to them about it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You should just talk to them because it's sure. like it's almost like you cannot avoid it. Correct. Now. I put on my Instagram today. Oh, I saw all this. Yes, yes. I put on my Instagram today because what I get a lot is, you know, Amber, you should be more of a role model. My, you know, 12-year-old son follows you. And what I wrote was, raise your own fucking kids, Okay. I raise my son. I filter everything that my son watches. I'm over his shoulder when I know he's on YouTube because he knows how to use it because I taught him how to use it. I have parental controls. But, you know, sometimes you'll run into a video, um, like one of those funny prank videos or something. They'll say fuck or shit in it. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, come on, got to get that off because I'm over his shoulder constantly. And I know. And the thing of it is, yes, you can't, as a teenager, you're not going to be able to filter every single thing. But... If you talk to your kids, you can't look for other people like other influencers to help raise your children. You really yeah. have to sit there. Well, and and social media mm-hmm. is the number one socializer for children. It used to be family and school. And actually, I'm kind of glad it's not anymore. But those used to be it. It is now social media. Their brain, your brain is nothing but the social media you look at that builds your brain. Yeah. I so think Instagram You and need to Twitter, be aware of what your kids are looking at. I think yes. they should have, uh, it, they should be 18 and older. Twitter now does have a, do you, are you aware of this? Someone would jump in if you're aware of this. Twitter now does have some kind of like censored content um, process. Yeah, that's fine. Or, and, the, and their pages are, are um, private. But... Let me say something. I get a lot of young kids on my page that are like, yeah. fucking whore, you fucking slut, you fucking bitch. Exactly. And then I'll go look at their page and it's like, 12 years old, you know, mm. living in Kansas, you know, and their, and their page is private. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, where is your parents? Why are you on Instagram? Why are you following a 33-year-old grown-ass woman? I just don't get it. Like, I just don't understand. I would be in my son's phone, like... Yeah, it's Constantly. also it's also a uh, bastardization of your message and platform and what you're doing also. Right. Because what you're doing actually is very healthy, sex positive. You talk a lot about boundaries, self-esteem, body love, taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how much of her page you've seen, Chanel, but yeah, I, follow I follow you. And I haven't seen anything where I would have been like, oh no, I wouldn't want my 12-year-old to see this. Because if they did, it right. would be a really beautifully educational moment. So... 
I agree with you that they shouldn't be following you, but, but the if they do, why, I think that there's some beautiful moments in that. I get that. The reason why I don't like, you know, when I say that I'm not a role model to your kids is because I have my own fucking kid. He lives with me. I talk to my son. My son is four years old. As he grows, he's going to know more and more and more. But I can't feel the responsibility to take care of everyone's children. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? I just can't. I need to be like, oh, I shouldn't write that because a 12-year-old in Kansas City is looking at my page. I'm 33 years old. Yep. If I want to be at Coachella with my tits out, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Period. And so, um, yeah, going back to porn, I and furthermore, I feel like the Michael Jackson story he said that his brothers and stuff, you know, his older brothers would have sex in the room with girls while he was there and it kind of messed him up and stuff like that. I just feel like kids, if your parents talk to you, they don't have to look at that and kind of learn sex or love from porn. Yeah. And that's why I said, parents, you have to start talking about sex immediately. Please, please don't leave it up to school or social media. Yeah. Um, and parents are afraid to, but this is something they need to jump into. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist Chris Donahue. All right, phone call. Okay, Alex is on the phone (laughs) and just yelled at us. Hi, Alex. Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. Yo, what's up, man? Hi. Hey. What's going on, babe? What's your question? Uh, so my question is, I go in the party line, um, and when Wait, I go in the party line... Wait, just explain, for those that don't know what party line is, I used to be means. on the party line every Because that's old school. I didn't that know that they still existed. I swear, that reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, so the long-ass long cord on the phone and going in the bathroom. And isn't it like, beep, we have someone else joining the room. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then you go to room five, Max. They still oh, exist. man. <laughs> You have a private message from Lorraine. So wait, <laughs> okay, <stop>. sorry. <laughs> yeah. The one I go, um, there's like a bunch of people talking. So when I go in the party lines, I pretend to be a girl. So okay. I talk like a girl. And once I get the guy's number, because usually a straight guy thinking that I'm a, that I'm a girl. Uh, and then we exchange numbers. And in private, we have sex. Wait, what does that mean? In private, still on the phone line? Yeah, on the phone line. So you're not exchanging phone numbers? We, we, yeah, we exchange phone numbers. Okay. And then I call the guy, and then I still pretend to be a girl. I do and the voice of the girl. Uh, yeah, I have phone sex with straight guys that think I'm a girl. And I get off with that. But I have a boyfriend. So, so your question's question is, what? Should I tell my boyfriend that I enjoy that? That's not the. That's actually not the important question. Oh, okay. the important question is: Is it okay that I do this? I'm sorry. I said the important question is really: Is it okay that I do this? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think you should do that. I think it's not fair to do that to someone. Okay. Because there's there's a, there's someone on the receiving end of that phone call, and you're intersecting and engaging with their sexuality. And they're I, being deceived. They're yeah. being deceived, and I'm not a fan of that at all. I always tell people like, healthy sex is whatever two healthy adults consent to. And there's this compassion piece, which is like I take into account how I'm impacting people, and there's no consent in that because you're misrepresenting yourself, and there's no compassion. And so shut that shit down immediately, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. We ain't mad at you, Alex. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm glad you called and asked. You just learned. Just 
dropped a big old Yeah, I mean, I, I get off from it. I mean, yeah. And so you get off too. on it and then you don't talk to these guys again or do, do you, you develop no, like I, a f- over the phone yeah, relationship with like, them? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's like one thing. It's a one off. Yeah. And the other guy gets off too. And I have guys that never call me back. So it's just. She just jack off. Yeah. I'm not down with this, Alex. I'm sorry. I'm breaking your heart. I know you wanted to be all about should I tell my boyfriend. I think you got to stop. This is gonna. This this might blow up in your face. Maybe it won't. But again, you're misrepresenting yourself, and I just don't want you to head down that path. So, do you think he should tell his boyfriend or just stop and not tell his boyfriend? I think you don't tell your boyfriend. I don't think it's anything your boyfriend needs to be aware of. This is your private solo sexuality. We all have partnered sexuality and solo sexuality. Some people might think that this falls under cheating. That is. A secondary issue if you guys are monogamous you need to find out if like phone sex is cheating maybe your boyfriend will say nah it's cool do it and you could say all right but before that as a psychologist i'm looking at the mental health piece and i just don't think you should lead your sexuality in, in that kind of deceptive way it's just not fair to the other people or to yourself um so, so how does he get off if that's his thing what what what, what should he do instead yeah, because he said he he gets turned on the fact that they don't know that he's True. a guy. Well, here's and the thing: he's acting like a girl. There's and it's a only lot over of things. The phone. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I get turned on by that maybe I can't always have, and that's just part of relationship and sexuality is not having what you want. And I have to believe Alex that your sexuality is far more diverse than just your boyfriend or doing this phone calling. Like, there's other things I'm sure you're talking yeah. about. Go go I, find ways to engage in them. I think it's more the thrill of knowing it's a straight guy and sure. and you're getting him off too you know mm-hmm. and also i've i feel that i they're like in control of me because they're like telling me what to do and i just follow direction and let like, me drop something with my, you. with my boyfriend i can't do that because I don't, I don't feel like he likes a feminine guy mm-hmm. but uh sometimes i like being feminine and being that box i'm all about but, that Find find some ways to go into this feministic, feminine, um, male, female, hetero dynamic. But I promise you, in today's world, there are places where you can engage in that. Just don't do it in the deceptive way you're doing it. I, I trust that if you Google fetish-based sites and different forms of erotica, you'll find a place for that. Okay. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling in. All right. Good luck with that. What are you thinking, Chanel? I was, just, I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Where did your head go? No, no, I was just thinking, like, I feel bad for the people that, like, get tricked. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, we've all heard of the whole catfishing thing. Oh, my God. It's like, I can't believe that show still goes on. It like, does. It's just like, <laughs> How do people still allow the Why are you catfish? still trying to trick people and, you know, knowing that there's a possibility you might end up on this show? <laughs> like, yeah, and, and this far along, it's funny that people are still, like, allowing that to occur to them um i mean here's the thing is like you know he said that they exchange numbers and and he implied they only maybe talk once i'm sure they've talked more than once i don't know if these people are starting to form an attachment or relationship and it's just healthy sex isn't about that so that kind of stuff breaks my have you ever had anything like that happen have you ever been deceived relationally lied to misrepresented uh not like that no (laughs) not in that way yeah that's fine (laughs) i'm actually really surprised that you told him that i wasn't expecting that really why what do you mean I don't know because I always feel like, um, sorry, I just ran to go get some more sugar for my coffee. Um, I guess I expected you, and this is why I always say you drop gems and I learned so much from you because 
I would expect you to say, you know, well, you're not hurting anybody. It's over the phone. You know, fuck it. You're not going to see this guy as long as you're not going to see him. Or if it's a one off thing, then it's not really a problem. And so you start getting feelings involved. And then, you know, you're no longer compassionate. You're like a fucked up person. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've had people say that. So, so my work sometimes is very extremely sex positive and I've had journalists reflect back, oh, it just sounds like you sign off on anything and you know, your patients, because I have a clinical practice, must yeah. be off the road. And I'm like, no, not at all, actually. You know, I support creativity and diversity and all of that, but I, I think consent and compassion and not harming anyone in the wake of your dating sexual yeah. is really, really important. Because you know, yeah. it's just not, you're not gonna walk away feeling good about that if you have a conscience or integrity. And so you have to think in those terms. For sure. You know, it's not the purpose. Do we have another caller in? Let's get right into it. We, we sure have Renee do. on the line. Hey Renee. Hi, how are you? Thanks so much for taking my call. For sure, you're on with me, Dr. Chris and Chanel West Coast. What's your question? Oh my gosh, how exciting. Can I just start by saying really quick that mm-hmm. I have learned so much about um, sex and relationships from your guys' podcast and I'm so appreciative. I've got an adult daughter who just turned 18 who's interested in stripping and I never thought that I would be so supportive but you've taught me a lot about how reputable and safe that can be and so I'm really supporting her through that and I appreciate the advice you offer. I'm really excited for her. And listen, and you having her back during that, she's always going to know to do the right thing. To never accept money you know, to go do anything outside of work. You know, uh, stripping is not prostitution. Mm -hmm. Um, No drug use. She can earn an honest living, make a shitload of fucking money, pay her bills. She does it the right way. It would be amazing. Yeah, well, thank you. So I only wish she could work for you. I'm so excited for you. (laughs) I mean, is she in L.A.? (laughs) No, she's not. But um, we still, we're listening. So when you give people advice, we're listening and we're sharing that with her. So thank you so much. So my question, I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. And I'm I'm really embarrassed about my question because I'm not like really young like a lot of the callers that I've heard. But um, so I've actually been married for um, many, many years now to a man I love who's amazing. We have three kids. And um, unlike you, Anne. I love anal sex. It's my thing. I like all okay, about I it. I don't like anal sex. <laughs> no, I, know. Like, I said unlike you. Unlike oh, you said, you, uh, I my, thought you said yeah. I'm like you. No, no. <laughs> I said not for you. And so, you know, honestly, I think sometimes I'm a bit ashamed by the fact that that's my jam. And so. Don't oh, but see, wait, 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 and Renee. Well, this is, yeah. this is, this is my issue with like the heteronormative heterocentricity of our culture where everyone assumes it's got to be one guy and one girl and, and the ideal you know configuration is marriage and it's always vaginal sex and if it's mm-hmm. not vaginal sex and it wasn't real sex or sex didn't fully happen mm-hmm. or we're not doing it the right way there is yeah. no right way to be sexual yeah I don't think you should okay. feel bad about it listen if I was into anal then I would definitely do it it would be my okay. shit I'm just okay. not ready for that right now but continue no, okay. no judgment well, over no, here. that that is helpful to hear. I, I don't know if it's because some women, like you know, like women that are considered beautiful goddess women, will say like, "I'll do everything but that." I don't know if that's kind of what has made me feel that way oh, or fuck what. Them. But fuck them. I, so I've been married a long time. I'm comfortable with my husband, but I cannot figure out why I can't 
like tell him there's times when I'm like God I don't you know I really want anal sex right now or nothing which I know so maybe sounds crazy and I can't tell him that I don't feel I, comfortable wait. Chanel has a question ask that again because I'm well so, so you're saying um, that you like it from the past then or you've tried it with it. your husband but you want yes. it more often yes and he's he's been down for it but it's like he, he doesn't initiate it it only happens when I initiate it or ask and okay wait wait let me jump in let me jump in because you're, you're covering yeah. a lot of ground here <laughs> one of the one this is kind of important so sometimes in my practice the partner that is on the receiving end of anal sex sometimes the other partner will leave it to them to initiate because they're looking they to be told bad. they don't want to feel bad and they also don't know if you're prepped oh. or ready and they don't oh. know how to say like hey is your butthole ready to get penetrated like how right. cleaned out? Okay. it can be really de-eroticizing <laughs> and so often they kind of like leave it to you to be like hey babe i'm ready to take it in the booty yeah, you know? okay. yeah so maybe well how just... do i tell him that though without feeling oh, you don't always know. even have to tell so i mean listen okay. like during the time like you know right before sex be like baby i want you to know that you can literally put it anywhere at any time we'll say that again okay let's say oh. that again. <laughs> yeah say that again <laughs> say it again okay you can go to him and say baby that's right <laughs> you can put it Anywhere at any time. Okay. Just know that. Oh, see, I like um, that because then I don't have to say the words, but I'm right. getting the point across. Okay. And he's already, it's already getting hot and heavy. Okay. And he's like, mm, anywhere? Okay. Mm, but if he puts okay. it in your ear, some fucked up place, don't be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but, Renee, there's also positioning where I don't know how you guys segue into sex, but you can, I'm a big fan of the stumbling upon. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where you're just doing something in the house and you happen to stumble upon the bedroom and there your partner is ready to be stumbled upon. You know what mm. I mean? But mm-hmm. you can also move his penis down to you. I mean, just just, just let me jump in really quickly with the It's anal, your husband. He's not going to give a fuck. No, but anal and vaginal, not a good direction. Why? P.S. Have we talked about this yet? We can talk the about what? this. I mean, listen, I don't, like I said, I've never tried anal. Um, but it's like wiping Correct. back to front. Yes. Um, so that's like bacteria vaginosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And so you know what? Go anal than you guys just made me, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was, I was just saying say. penis shouldn't go anal to vaginal. Yeah. Well, and you know what you made me realize? That's the other thing is we use condoms and only when we're doing anal. And so that's like that extra step of like, you know, it looks like I've planned it, and like I, I don't, honestly, this sounds Why horrible to say. Why do you use condoms for, for anal? Um, I guess. It, so here's the other thing. He wanted to a while back to use, even though we don't use condoms. I mean, we married after kids, but um. I think it was honestly, I feel a little self-conscious, like maybe it was gross to him not using them. And so when he suggested we try them with condoms, that's probably part of why I'm hesitant to ask now. Like, does he, you know, I mean, you know, I'm assuming things. Was it like a a moment where like something gross happened and then he didn't do it after that again? No, no, but you know, things happen if you, I mean, I'm not, I don't prep, like don't eat the day before kind of thing. So I don't know if it's gross to him or well, let her, I let her know. know. So like, you, so we talk about anal sex a lot on Loveline and, um, they have the enemas at like your local drugstore. Okay. Okay. They'll show you, um, the package will show you like how to use them so you can clean out thoroughly. Before okay. I've never sex. done that. Okay. Yeah, because I, I think, mean, I, I, like I think that'll help a lot. Okay. I mean, you're okay, into I'll it. I'll try that. 
you're into it, so it sounds like you're already relaxed. For people that are a little uptight about anal, I tell them to use an enema or a douche of some kind beforehand so that they feel a little okay. more secure that they're you know, probably pretty prepped. But um, I would say talk about it. I, I okay. love people letting other people know what they're into. I would love for you to say to your husband, like, yo, I'd love some more anal. Or why you guys are messing around, let them know, baby, I'm ready to have it wherever you want to put it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to try that for sure. be aware that condoms, if with rigorous use, can start to create tears. And so oh, if you're with no. someone who you're monogamous with, it might be better to not use condoms with anal sex, but and with lube. a lot of lube. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's good to know as well. See, you know, it's not like I can just talk about this with my friends out at breakfast. So I appreciate you guys sure. talking so openly about this. It's so helpful. Well, yeah, Thank well, you. Wait, but Dr. Chris, does your ass get wet? No. Your ass is not self-lubricating like your vagina. And that's why you need more lube for anal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I would mm-hmm. use a silicone. Because I can only imagine like a condom, you know, when it gets dry, oh, yeah. like vaginal, it, you know, your vagina is still mm-hmm. wet. Right. Yeah. But no, we use lots of lube, your... but it's amazing. Amber, you got to try it at least once in your life. This is what I hear. This is what I hear. <laughs> I actually like watching double, double penetration porn. Like it turns me on, but like I'm just scared. Yeah, that first time maybe, you know, you know, you just gotta try it maybe until it <laughs> until it works out for you. But anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thank Thanks you. Good luck. Really helpful. Thanks for taking my call. Have a good night. For sure. Yo, listen, call us back and let us know what happened. I will. Thanks. Yeah, so awesome. Back. Bye. Um and I thought you hung up on her. Okay. Well Anne's rude like that sometimes. She is. She'll fucking hang up and <laughs> I'm like, Can I can I continue to talk? <laughs> We'll be like, okay, good luck. Hello? What? Wait. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How do, we You're always, fucking... how do we always end up at anal? Always. Isn't that amazing? Chanel, literally almost every episode, somehow we're talking about you, anal. How do you feel about anal, Chanel? Not not my thing, definitely. Um, you know, I just don't, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's for me. <laughs> Have you ever tried it? Um, I would not like to talk about that, but let's just say it's not my thing, that's you know, like not that's my thing. Yes. Okay. Not going to happen. Go too well. Not going to happen. <laughs> Anals, you have to try like five. Like most things I'm like, try it once, see if you like it. And I'm like, try it five times, see if you like it. So on the, so on the Amber Rose show last season, um, we had a, a lady come in and someone asked her about anal and she said that the best way to do anal is to just put the head in, lubricate, right? Put the head in, let it sit there for 10 seconds, and then your butt will open up to it. <laughs> she sounds to like receive she does it, it a lot. Oh, oh she, do, yeah, yeah, she does it to a lot. To figure it out to that, like. Did, but did you ever see the lady with the grapefruit that goes, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No. No? I'll show you after the show. That sounds interesting. Um, and but, I've seen a lot of clips, obviously. So I fucking do that all the time. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. This is a little not quite right for your show. We, you'd be surprised. Oh, really? Most, right, well, well. We, when we're filming, we yeah. have a ton of clips. And I'm like, that's not going to end up on TV. And it doesn't. It ends up getting edited out. But like on the live show, like when we're there, we see a ton of clips like that. Really? That don't end up making it. Like at first they're like, it's oh, too it might make provocative. it. Yeah. And then later I'm like, yeah, I knew it. I knew that one wasn't going to be on there. <laughs> For sure. Got to sure. high. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I hear anal's fucking really good. But wait, but I don't have a prostate. Doesn't matter. Okay. 
<laughs> Wait, what was that? That was like you. You need. I just that feel defense. like no. I just I feel like guys that want like fingers in their ass, like a, a, a penis up their ass. It just seems more logical that For like sure. everyone says like they have a prostate and it feels amazing. But I don't have a prostate, so why why have a vagina? So why do I want to put anything up my butt? Yeah. Nerve endings. The whole body has the capacity to be an erogenous zone. You know, some people like, like guys, there are some guys where they enjoy and have pleasure from nipple. I'm, 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 I'm leading somewhere. I'm grabbing my nipples for a reason. I'm going somewhere. I promise. I was like, why am I doing this? Um, some guys have sensitivity yeah. in their nipples. I don't. There's nothing arousing about that. But I know guys where their male or female partner can lick, pull their nipples and it's highly arousing. Yeah. I have yeah. no ability to I actually to tap like into doing that. that to guys. Okay. So it, it's there's <laughs> some guys that don't like, like oral sex just like women. I mean, our bodies are so specific and that's why I tell people, you know, you have to really take time to learn who you are sexually because there's no one size fits all. There's no do I this really, do that. It's I really so don't specific. like oral sex. I don't like receiving oral sex like that. See, Amber doesn't like anything. <laughs> That's why I mean, I do, That's no, like Carvanella. No, I. You know, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not just, like big on it either. It's like I'd rather just have sex. I rather just have, or I rather, I rather give head than receive it. Like it's just not. I. It turns me on more to watch a man squirm mm. than to actually get head because I'm really just like, oh, can you just hurry up and can mm. we just fuck? Mm. I'm so over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why are you shaking your head, because Dr. Because you bum me out sometimes. You fucking, you look <laughs> you at let me, me with down disappointment. And you bum me no, I would never shame your sexuality. It's allowed to be as limited and primitive as you want. Because I got all this body. You think limited and primitive. <laughs> Fuck you. Again, I always wish upon her that the next person she falls in love with is one of the kinkiest people that the planet can provide. So she gets like challenged. It's I a don't know. Thing. I'm just not into I mean, I don't want to lie. No, don't I lie. don't want to lie. Yeah. And then I feel like when guys are like, what's your favorite position? I'm like, missionary it's every girl's favorite position if they tell you from the back they're fucking lying they're only saying that because they want you to get aroused i'm sorry every girl likes to lay on her back and fucking take it come on i'll challenge that challenge that i, I mean oh you got nothing for us all right do we have a I, caller you don't want to sound but you don't want to sound like a lame in the bedroom but it's true like most no, girls it's definitely the easiest most comfortable you know what it I mean? feels like, the best yeah. you're on your back even if your legs are up that's fine but you know it's not like you're gonna do that the whole time obviously you're gonna you know do other things but like what move your arm every now and then yeah oh, that's cool <laughs> wait have you seen this is why we're just friends oh my god amy amy <laughs> schumer does a oh my god amy schumer does a, a thing where she's talking about in her comedy about how she mm -hmm. is when she has sex she's literally like she's like have you ever seen those people you know the people like that are like you can't tell if they're like real or the robot oh, at the she goes that's me when, when I'm having sex. and then occasionally you'll be like Oh, she's alive. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. That's not yeah. that's not me. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. It was funny. You Shout out. That. You know Amy is like one of my besties. Oh We're my gosh, very she close. She's so funny. She is like she's amazing. Um but uh no, that is not me. Okay. I'm not that vanilla. Hey, I don't know your life. Actually, <laughs> you know my actually, life, actually, motherfucker. <laughs> so horrible. Are you vanilla? Do you, would you consider yourself vanilla or no? You know, it's funny. I think I'm um I think I'm very I'm very private. Like I'm not. I don't put things out there a lot. Um, but I think you know, in the bedroom, I'm definitely like a freak. Mm. I'd like to say, but I don't really like talk about a lot in my music. I'm not the type to like say a lot of kinky lines, like rapping and stuff. That's not my style, you know. Like, but freaky, like what? Like, what do you consider? Because this motherfucker is a freak over here, Doctor Chris. 
I mean, he is like borderline, like disgusting. Yeah, in I, a really I, cool I way. You know, like often. you know, like toys or like maybe like before I said I was down to try threesome, oh, but beginner, like beginner. you know, <laughs> well I you know I like I said I'm very private. Yeah, um, I don't like toys or threesomes. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Oh, the worst. That's why I'm never setting her up. But <laughs> <laughs> well, only you can be like, yo, bro, I thought like, I thought she was dead. <laughs> no, and let me put that out there. It's like I will only do this stuff with like a boyfriend, somebody who I've right. seen, who I feel very comfortable with. You, cool. You're not gonna catch me pulling out toys or like being like, hey, let's have a threesome with some guy who I just met or started. But once dating, you're committed you know? and serious, then you yeah. When I'm out. committed oh. and serious, like that's when I'm like the toy box comes out. That's when it comes out of me. You know, it's like when I feel comfortable. See, for me, like, I'll make out with a dude and then, like, my friend will make out with a dude and then I'll make out with her. Like, I'll do shit like that. Um, but, like, that's if I don't give a fuck about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, a cool little moment. But as far as, like, somebody that I actually care about, yeah. oh, bitch, you ain't touching my man. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm over it. Like, I'm just, like, I get very territorial. No, no, exactly. And I love really, really hard. So, like, I get my feelings hurt really fast. So. What sign are you? Libra. Oh, okay. I'm a Virgo. Mm. Similar. Yeah. Close. Very close. <laughs> what are you, Dr. Scorpio. Scorpio. Oh. Oh, you guys are kind of I mean. I mean <laughs> makes sense. You're a hoe. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have Nicole on the line. Hi, Hello. Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Thanks for having Hi. me back. Oh, you, were you on before? Yes, actually the last podcast. The last one? Yes. I didn't really have, like, I was a little nervous, so my question was not, like, as the best it could be. Okay. So maybe you forgot. (laughs) But I have No, no, no. I mean, we get so many callers, babe. Can you just refresh our memory? It was about, um, like, hypersexual arousal and if it was normal or not. How it was, like, itchy and, like. Yep, that one. Oh, that Got was last it. week. Good that one. Week. Yeah, she oh. said last week. Oh, I thought you meant, I don't know what she meant. So what <laughs> happened, Nicole? Like, what, 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 why are you calling oh. again? What happened? Oh, well, I actually have a new question. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I just heard that there's a relatively new trend for female porn stars to get their labia minora reduced, and it seems to be becoming more widespread in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my question is that there, if any of you could think of any positives or negatives you could see arriving for the porn stars, the viewers, and the industry itself? No. For wait, I'm lost. For people for, having their labias reduced in size. Just for the Clipped. look? Yeah. It's a yeah, it's for the purely look. visual. Purely visual. Why the fuck would anybody want to do that? <laughs> well, because we live in a culture where there's about one or two specific kind of vulvas that are deemed to be attractive, and it's usually small. And I tight. look at vagina all the time. Like for me, when I watch porn, like I look at the dick, but like I look at the vagina. If it's like wet, like if it's dry, I'm like I gotta find another video. <laughs> but like if it's like if it's like wet and like yeah. make you know what I mean that mac and mac cheese. And cheese. Yep. You know, um, that's really for me. I'm just like, I mean, vagina's vagina. Every, everybody's vagina looks different. It's not really a big deal for me. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, 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 I panic because in this is body shame. There's also ageism. You know, as we age, our bodies change. So I'm never, 
I'm never that confident in people trying to align with this one vision of how their body should be at some point. So I, I'm not a proponent of it at all. I, you know, vaginas look very diverse. What do you think? Chanel? You know, I could see how people could be like insecure about the way their vagina looks or something. Um, and maybe want something done. But I, I do agree with what Amber said. They all look different. So you need to know that first and foremost before you go and get that done. You need to know like, you're going to go get a surgery to make it look like something that there's no perfect model of. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, what are you going to get? Like, what are you going to say? I want it to look like just. Wait, but which one? She said labia. Is that like the flaps? Outer. outer yeah. Is the flaps. The lips. Oh, the lips. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the outer lip part? You can have them clipped and made smaller if they're larger or longer or fatter. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> I mean, here's the thing. If but I mean, like a like a fat like a fat vagina <laughs> is fucking hot. Listen, I wor- I've worried about that in the past. I'm like, I've got bikinis sent to me before, and I'm like, how am I supposed to shout them out? It's like it's covering one side of my crotch. I'm right. like, you know what I mean? So, so Chanel's so- a candidate for the surgery, and that's okay. <laughs> so I can <could laughs> feel you, but I feel like you know. Everybody's looks different. Look, if 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 you're if you're with males or females, um, and they've had sex with anyone before, they've seen the diversity of vaginas that are out there. And this is again, this goes back to James Dean's story. Um, what, what's your name, Nicole? Yeah. Yeah. No, Renee. No, no, Nicole. Nicole. Okay, Nicole. Nicole. Uh, we were talking earlier about a James Dean situation, and basically, mm. pornography for some people is their only sex educator, and so the only thing they're exposed to is those same kinds of bodies and sex acts. And here's another example where, yeah, you you have to be willing to show your kids, and if if you're not a parent and you're on your own, you have to be willing to look at diverse photos and pictures. I mean, that's why sex education has to be more available and more diversified. I just think, I think plastic surgery. People worry about this stuff. For, should be for you to feel. Better about yourself if that's something that you want to do then fine you know but like i mean i guess with porn stars maybe maybe the directors and and, you know producers of the movies they're just kind of like you're a little saggy down there you should probably go sure i i yeah i have tons of patients in the industry i've dated people in the industry i have friends in the industry you are not allowed to not look the specific type and so there's a lot of body shaming and a lot of body dysmorphia going on in the industry for sure and it trickles out but um, I'm, I'm not a fan of such things. I'm more of a fan of getting more confident with the body you have and learning how to be sexual with it at all of its different stages of aging and change. But yeah, so that's my thoughts. Okay, well, thanks, Nicole. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank Night. Thank you. <laughs> um, and did you know she was calling back? Damn, she snuck her ass right up in there. <laughs> nah, shout out to Nicole. That's awesome. She's a she's a great listener. Okay, so uh, for you to um, have a chance to be part of the show, please leave us your question at two one three three seven five five two five eight. That's two one three three seven five. 5258. We do not do this show live, so you have to leave a message and we will call you back when we're on air. Um, don't tweet us your questions because don't Instagram direct message me your questions. Yeah, don't DM. It's just it's just we're we're not gonna be able to get to your um to your questions through that. So just make sure you leave a message at 213-375-5258. Go to lovelinewithamberrose.com. And um, Chanel West Coast, you were on your ninth season Oof. of ridiculousness. Yeah, of and ridiculousness, like, and that's the and that's the 
I'm bad at math. What is that? Sixteenth <laughs> season on MTV. Congrats. Sheesh. Well done. Yeah, well done. Crazy. Well done. Okay, Thanks. so go to IamChanelWestCoast.com and get more information about our girl. Go to Twitter and IG at Channel West Coast. Chanel West Coast. But they put two ends. They did. Two ends is channel. Thank you for uh, immediately <laughs> saying channel. Because every time I'm like Ron, I'm ends, like I'm Ron like, Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I, I call myself Ron Burgundy. It's like Amber Rose, a.k.a. Ron Burgundy. Because like, if it's there, I'll read it. Um. So at I was like maybe she has a channel YouTube I don't no, know no no yeah okay. Chanel West Coast <laughs> okay. so Twitter and IG at Chanel West Coast um her website is I am Chanel West Coast com and uh, make sure you check her out on MTV's ridiculousness it's the ninth season thank you so much nice now you're you amazing thanks babe all right that's the end of our show see y'all later see ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.